Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, I see. We're going, we're going. We're doing this podcast today. And I have something for you, Al. Oh, is that right? I do, because I saw this and uh, I was... We talked... In the warm-up show, which is coming up in a little while uh, this morning, about ESPN letting people go and a lot of money probably going to Pat McAfee. Did you see who's got layoffs coming? John Boy Media. Oh, is that right? Barrett Media, whatever Barrett Sports Media put out a story today that they're going to be laying off 10% of their workforce. I see. They just got the big deal and just got the new new digs. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's probably not making any money. Holy smokes. Yeah, these these new media places that get this infused money from investors, eventually, you know, they, right, they spend all that money, and then you got to stand on your own. Not easy to do. Now, in fairness, when you read the story, I don't know if this is worse or better. I'm like, wow, they're 10%. Geez. There's only 60 people in the company, so they're firing six people. All right. But that sucks if you're one of the six. I would never imagine that John Boy Media would have 60 employees. Yeah, they got 60 employees, apparently. They got like a like an eight-figure deal. Yeah. They got a lot of money. I To do what, I don't know. I yeah, know they got really cool stuff on Twitter and everything. I don't know what else they do. Yeah, I, I'm always confused. They do podcasts, but I don't know. Who's listening to these podcasts? I don't I know, have no Jerry. idea. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand media anymore. I used to know media because it used to be newspapers, television, Radio. I don't understand anything anymore. I understood all that stuff. Yeah, Magazines. I, I got it all. I don't get radio anymore. I don't understand I don't get anything. TV contracts anymore. I don't, I don't know how anybody's making money. Who's watching and listening anymore? I don't Agreed. get any of it. And Agreed. the podcasting is another. I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah, who knows, Jerry? Who knows? Uh, yesterday, as I was leaving work, I I got in my car and I turned right down Varick and I approach a red light, and an actress walked right in front of my Faye car. Faye Dunaway. Not Faye Dunaway. Jane Krakowski. I have no idea who that is. Google her, Derry. I want to know if you know who this is. Jane Krakowski. I don't even know how to pronounce her name or spell her name, so I'm going to do this. With a K. Jane Krakowski, actress. There you go, Jerry. That's what I'm talking about, right into your Google assistant. You know her, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I know her mostly. She's done a ton of stuff, but I know her mostly from 30 Rock. Yeah, absolutely. With Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin. That's funny. I couldn't have picked her out of a lineup. Well, I could have. But I couldn't have matched her name with yeah. her. I saw her going into the... She walked across the street and went to went into the TD Bank, Jerry. Okay. Have you ever seen celebrities walking here in New York City? Uh, I saw Boomer Esiason walking in one day. Well, he works here, yeah. Oh, that doesn't you count. You see him every day, I would think. I don't know that I have to be. No? Quite. Oh, uh, I saw Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, is that right? I've always told you that. Yeah, yeah. When I parked on... I don't even park anymore down there. On Greenwich? Yeah. And when I was approaching my car across the street, there was a, just a horde of cameras following somebody. So I sauntered across just to see what was going on. And it turned out it was Kourtney Kardashian going into those little boutique stores. Yeah. That's it, though. 
I, no one else. I'm trying to think over the years I've seen. Uh, I saw Tina Fey okay. on the streets. I saw Jimmy Fallon on the streets. Right. I saw Louis C.K. on the streets. Really? Mm-hmm. Right in front of the building here. Wow, look at you. I saw Gilbert Gottfried on the streets. Just wandering aimlessly. Yeah, he was on wandering aimlessly. Yes. Um, I think that's all my celebrities. That's pretty good. Oh, and uh, uh, the biggest one I saw was, uh, damn, who's the model? She was on. Uh, she was a. Uh, she was a judge with Howard Stern on. Damn it. Hmm. Her daughter is now a model. Of- no, I can't believe it. I don't know. Oh, she, I, I, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I'm not going to be able to continue without knowing Jerry. I don't know. Paulina Porzglova. No, she's terrific, though. Let me see. What, what was that show Howard Stern was on? Judges on America's Got Talent. Oh, okay. Got Talent. Do-do-do-do-do. It was uh, Heidi Klum. Oh, Heidi Klum. You saw her? I saw her. And Jerry, she looked oh. like, uh, from a distance, I was like, who is this? Like an Goddess? aura. Yeah. Just an aura around her of a star. Yeah. I walk right past her. Really? Yeah. Close. I right past her, Jerry. Look at you. I could have smelled her if <laughs> I wanted to. I suppose you could have. Yep. So that was exciting to see. I I, cool. I wanted to roll down my window and go, Jane. But then I would have. What 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 do I have after that? You would have made her day. I would have, right? Just yelling. Big I mean, fan. people yell your name out. And you say, yeah, it's hey, nice. It's right. So why didn't you yell her name? I don't know. Yeah, it's all you could do. Make you're in your car. You're not even bothering her. Hi, Jane. That's it. Then you could have kept going. I could have, Jerry. Never know. She might have locked your eyes. Might have loved at first sight. Love. Shining. I did look to check her out today on uh, on uh, her Wikipedia. She's uh, she's my age. Actually, oh, she's really? a year older. She's 54. Wow, she looks great. Yeah, well, looks great in person, too. You know, some people only look good on yeah, TV yeah. and yeah. in photos. She looked great in person. Then I was in, in Googling her. This really threw me off, though. She supposedly had an affair with the My Pillow guy. Shut up. Yeah. Mike, no, whatever the hell his name yes. is. That which really, weirdo? Yes, which really threw me off. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Mike Lindell? Is that his yes, name? Yes, Mike Lindell. Ugh. The My Pillow guy. The terrible mustache. Either terrible when she hair. was married or when she was dating this other dude. Wow. That really threw me off. Well, that guy must never be able to turn his TV on again because that's stupid infomercials all over the place. Yeah. Ugh. Imagine that guy got to sleep with Jane Krakowski, probably. Did he use his own pillow? My good. Yeah, let me prop you up on this pillow. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, then. Wow. Is that how it sounded? Yep. Three pumps and done? Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Good night, everybody. Oh, that's funny. Wow, that's interesting. Did you that see? That was in her Wikipedia? Yeah, it was in her Wikipedia page. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Did you see Tucker Carlson will be doing his show? He quit Fox News, and now he's doing a show on Twitter. Tucker Carlson to me is irrelevant. I don't watch him. I don't. No, I know I know of him. He's very popular. I have not watched two seconds of him in my life, so yeah. good for him. I've seen him a couple Don't times. Care. But what's interesting is, you know, him going to Twitter, he will actually have more people watching his videos than <laughs> on Fox. Which, again, begs the question, why do they pay them so much money? I guess because they need to fill Jesus the airtime, these uh, news networks. I get they got to fill the time, but for those kind of salaries? Yeah. Doesn't make sense, Michael. It doesn't. And I'm trying to think. So I'm trying to think how this deal works for Twitter, right? So, of course, they could sell the advertising. But I guess it also works in a way the same way that I listen to all my podcasts now using Spotify because Joe Rogan's only on Spotify. And I like Joe Rogan. So while I'm there, I all the other podcasts are available there. So I end up using just Spotify, which is what Spotify wanted. Right. And they've they won with me that because mm-hmm. I used to listen to my podcast on the Apple Podcast and then my music on Spotify, but now I'm all in one right. thing. Just like, like I, it's my hub. So I guess they were that Twitter was hoping that people who like Tucker Carlson from Fox News, if they want to see him now, they have to get on Twitter. And maybe a lot of those people weren't on Twitter, so maybe that's a way to justify. Paying Tucker like Carlson. Twitter's paying him? Yeah. They're going to pay him to do a show. Just like, I guess, you know, Satellite paid Howard Stern to get people to yeah, yeah. come over. I guess it makes sense sometimes. I'd love to see how many people that don't have Twitter accounts get one to watch the Tucker Carlson. Right. Show. 
Howard Stern, like the NFL, makes makes sense to me. Yeah. Tucker Carlson does not make sense to me. But at least with Tucker Carlson, at least the deal happened right away. Because the problem is sometimes these guys, as we know, we've talked about, if if you leave uh, Fox News or wherever and you wait too long to show up somewhere, people, for, people lose interest. Very, very true. So it seems like he had that deal locked up prior to leaving Fox News. So... But good for him. Hey, I will, for uh, still won't watch, but that's great. So instead of not watching him on Fox News, you're not going to watch him on Twitter. I will not be watching him on Twitter. The other funny thing too is, let's say you you've not you don't have Twitter, and you're somebody who you're not on social media, but you liked Tucker Carlson on Fox. Now you got to figure it out, <laughs> right? Because right now I'm not sure how I would watch Tucker Carlson on Twitter. And you get Twitter, and yeah. You like, understand is it, it? Is it a live show? Is I it just know. a regular video? Like, I guess it would be the way they ran the NFL games. When you would go on Twitter, they would give you the first thing that would pop up would be that NFL game was on. That it was live. And you could click on it and just watch it. Oh, okay. And then nothing else would happen. Or you could go to your feed. Or just But go they to would the- show it to you. So my guess would be that'll be a featured show that when I open Twitter, it'll be there and I have to click off it to go to my feed or click on it to watch it. You're right. They'll put it in like the promotional tweets because yeah. that way if I'm not following Tucker Carlson as I'm not, I will still see that it's available. Right. On the thing. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. I did solve the... Too much new media, man. It is. It's too much. I heard he's joining John Boy Media. <laughs> <laughs> and ESPN's going to pay Tucker Carlson, uh, Pat McAfee money to <laughs> to come over. I did solve the Bruce Springsteen jeans thing, Jerry. I could put that to rest. I want to put that to rest once Good. and now for I all. Now I can rest. You can rest now. They are rag and bones jeans. Good. That's what he's wearing on stage. I've been looking for these. We're trying to figure it out. I've got multiple photographic proof now of stitching, of logos. The question now is, Jerry, what do I do with my afternoons? Don't care. <laughs> you well, got to come up with a hobby. That used to be what I did in my afternoons. Well, you told me you don't have any time to do anything. That's true. I am very busy. When you were honorary last Thursday, yeah. to where I almost called the Olive. i got to be honest with you. I asked him if I should call Olive. Who'd you I ask? was worried about you. Who'd you ask this stuff? My wife. Your wife said, should we call Olive? And she's like, and say what? I said, <laughs> I said, I was thinking of calling him and just saying, listen to the podcast today. I'm worried about your friend. Check on him. Yes. Oh, that's not, but I then you I, were much better the next day. Yeah, I bounced back. And I opted not to do it on that Thursday. We had the football game, so I had a lot going on. I didn't make the phone call or text or email. I let it go. And then you were much better on but Friday. But it was on your radar. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like you're consumed by genes. And then you're yelling at me that you have no time at the same time. That's correct. So, okay. The reason why I don't have time, Jerry, is all of my time is being devoted to jeans. So I was going to make the phone call, and I didn't. I appreciate that. I gave you time to bounce back. All right. Right. It's like a bad game for a football or baseball player. You bounce back if you have a couple bad games in a row. You had complete burnout on Thursday. I did, yeah. So. And then I guess I rested over the weekend. Well, but even Friday you were fine. I bounced back Friday because it was... uh, It was Friday. It was Friday. Hence why I think things on Thursday nights are okay. Hmm. You really do bounce back on Friday. I also had all my things completed by then that were on my calendar. The football game. True. Booming celebration. Right. You got through the crazy week. I got through those, yeah. That's true. And I was feeling Friday. I was going to relax. I was going to sleep. I was going to catch up. I was going to sleep. There's nothing better to me than... On the weekend when the dog wakes me up early, right? And you know you can go back to sleep. And I even stay up. I might make a coffee. Because you got nowhere to go. It's great. Nowhere to go. Then about 6 o'clock, I lay back down the ca- on the couch. For oh. sure. The couch. Sometimes the couch sleep is. I sleep on the couch almost every night. It's nice. You know, the cats get me up at midnight. <laughs> so I usually finish my sleep on the couch. I don't mind it. It's the fine. cats get you up for what? They want food? They want food. Correct. Treats? No. They get a little. They get a little bit of. Uh, see, they're the ones on a diet, so we're monitoring how much he gets. So it's literally like the whole eat every three hours thing. Yeah, that's kind of the, his schedule right now. But he's he's lost, and I think it's a cat. So he his he was up to sixteen pounds. They're like they want him to be twelve. That's twenty five percent of his weight. <laughs> we've got him at twelve point two right now. Wow. So we've done it's it working. well. We've measured his food, but he's hungry. So it's every three hours. So we do it. We don't. We give him a little bit. It's like a little taste. And then he's good for a few hours. So he gets me up at midnight every night. And then I give him a little food again at three before I leave. And then he's good till six. 
It's pretty funny, actually. And is the other cat looking for food when he's getting Sometimes. Food? Sometimes she sleeps right through it. Sometimes she's right there with him. And she's per- She's great. Her, her weight's perfect. So we don't how, care about giving her the food. How does a cat wake up a person? Uh, it depends. Uh, Julius knocks things over. Is this the one that needs the, the, big guy, the yes. food? He jumps on my nightstand and starts knocking things over. Uh, Callie, um, I take that back. She's the one. I, I take that back. Callie's the one that knocks things off the nightstand. Julius paws at my face the way like he's nudging me. Yeah, like Just wake up, it's there food and, time. And talks and nudges me. I'm like, oh, I got you. I'm up. Here we go. And then he leads me downstairs. Was it canned food? No, that's so that's where all the weight came from. The weight came from we were giving them each about a half can of that wet food, and then the rest was dry. We had to knock half that off and then go a little bit less on the dry. More dry, but less food. Uh, and it's worked. So he's down to 12.2. Look at that. Yeah, which 12 pounds is his ideal weight. And he looks better. It's so tough, though, with like a, an animal. You can't explain what you're doing. I know, which is why we had to wean him off the food we were giving him. We've pretty much eliminated the treats because that was also bad for him. And he's been fine. He's been good. This was the sewer cat. Like you can't say, listen, we've, we've got to cut 25% of your body weight. <laughs> We have to eliminate this wet food. You a fat cat. <laughs> the treats are getting out of hand. Yes. We're weaning you off. Right. We had the conversation with him. He just stared at us. Didn't yeah, quite get like, it. Don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Hmm. So I get I, I get the whole, uh, that's the why when we have these tournaments, like this weekend was was okay because we didn't start till 10, 1030. The problem was we were two hours away. So right. We still leave it. So like. My morning, which usually on Saturday and Sunday, I wake up my alarm at 6. I know no one's getting up before 9. I have three hours to get cornhole scheduling done, baseball, whatever I got to get done, video work I do for the team because I take a lot of video. And it's peaceful. It's quiet. Kim gets up around 9. Matthew sets his alarm for 10. Joseph gets up at 11, and then the day starts. When we're up and out at 7 o'clock, I'm like, I lost my whole morning. Yeah, you lost your, your you time. I, f- I will tell you, I feel more like I lost my weekend because I lost that Saturday and Sunday morning time more so than being out all day into the early evening. It's weird. I, I love that. I don't mind being at the ball field all day. I think it's great. You're out in the sun. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. But I lose my morning. I'm like, ugh. It's important. It's stuff to do. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm behind now. And what do you do if you're out all day and your cat's got to eat every three hours? Well, usually some. I mean, usually Matthew pops in and out. Uh, and he'll feed the He knows the proper oh, amount to feed the uh, cat. Well, that's the funny thing about them. While they're annoying at night, during the day, nothing. They eat at 6 o'clock in the morning. They won't eat again until 5 o'clock. It, I, don't, I don't get that. But then once 5 o'clock hits, it's 5. Then they go till 8. It's 5, 8, midnight, 3, <laughs> Say six and then five. Yeah, very strange schedule. And then they they do intermittent fasting. They do. Yeah, they do. Hmm. Sort of. You brought up of being out in the sun all day. This remind me of. I was thinking a lot about um, sunscreen. Yeah. What What in nature would make us have to wear sunscreen? Like, shouldn't the, the sun... ozone layer layer being peeled back, harder, harsher rays, being man's fault? Like, I, I was just trying to think, like, in nature. Why would the sun be dangerous to us? I don't know that I don't know that it was until the last hundred years. I don't know. I don't know if there was anything like skin cancer in seventeen ten. Right. This is I what don't I mean. Know. Or like in these in these parts of the world where there's still hunter gatherers, they're not putting sunscreen on. They're still uh, killing buffalo. I would think so. I, I know it's a great question. Yeah. You would have to talk to a climatologist. Yes. I would think I would think it has something to do with the 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 ozone layer being basically dismantled. Because some of these uh, crazy ingredients people I follow on Instagram, they don't want you using sunscreen. They go, no, uh, the sun is good for you, vitamin D. You should get sun. I get that. And what happens when you get cancer? Right. Because it's a real thing. And no. that's not a myth. Like, that's right. real. That's real. I, it's interesting why I didn't even think of the ozone layer. We The ozone layer discussion, when we were growing up. It was huge. That's all we people talked about. You're destroying the ozone kid, layer. I actually thought as a kid, by right now, we'd all be melting. You'd have no ozone layer. Right. Yeah. Right. We taught everything was going to destroy the ozone layer. Mm-hmm. Um, aerosol cans, styrofoam packaging, 
um, my sister's hairspray. Yeah. Burning garbage. Burning garbage, right. Like, isn't that what we do? I don't even know. The, the garbage guy picks up the garbage. It goes to the dump. Then what happens to it? I don't know. Just burned into the into the sky? Um, sometimes they go, they bury it. Wouldn't they run out of room? Bury to... it between that and people. How much room do we have? <laughs> we burying... start sending the dead to Alaska? I don't know. I would think they've got to incinerate some of the garbage. I would think they incinerate a lot of the garbage. So you're right. That's probably hurting the ozone layer, too. But even the climate people, now that you hear about global warming, I never hear the phrase ozone layer. So maybe it's repaired itself. We have taken a lot of measures for that over the years. There are people driving hybrid cars, electric cars, which I know there's more and more people driving. Every, I get it. But I've got to think there are more cars on the road now that are not emitting those terrible toxins in the, in the yeah. sky. Um, so we have done a lot. I mean, more fuel, more more efficient heaters and air conditioners. Houses are more efficient. I don't, I don't know. I would think we're doing something. The hell are we doing for 35 years? Right, you're right. Even our cars, like you're mentioning, in the 70s and 80s, it was quite common that a lot of cars were blowing smoke out of the oh, uh, out of the exhaust pipe sure. on a regular. Now you see it. It's like, what's wrong with this guy's car? But that used to just be blowing right into the ozone layer. Yeah. Right into the right in the atmosphere. Right in the atmosphere. Yep. That Absolutely. we were always told we were blowing a big hole in the ozone layer and we were all gonna fry. Correct. And now hasn't we hasn't happened yet. Now we don't even hear about the ozone layer. What was that? Uh Fahrenheit fifty one? Was that the movie? Four fifty one. Four fifty one. Wasn't that basically about the sun becoming too hot? You I don't to remember. Stay indoors during summer months. That would make sense based I think on the that's title. What it was. I read that a lot. It's it's funny because you know Joseph's going through it now in seventh grade, next year, eighth grade, with all these books he's got to read. I'm like, oh, I read that. He's like, what's better? I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. I don't remember. I read it, don't remember. I had that as a computer game for my Commodore 64, Fahrenheit 451. It was one of these games. It was like a text game that had some graphics, and you would have to be like, uh, check open book. You'd have to type in, and then it would tell you if like anything was found opening the book. You'd have to like give it commands. Wow. But And, and I still don't remember... I know it was Fahrenheit 451, and I still don't remember what it was about. Terrible, right? Yeah. Our memories are just shot. I would think the thing that's causing the most problem with our garbage is plastic. You would think. That has to be. You would think. Everything is in plastic. Yeah. Well, because glass was no good. Why so was glass no good? Expensive. Oh, expensive. Yeah, very expensive. I, th I think. I'm pretty sure. But that actually gets recycled. Like, we don't really recycle the plastic. That's the problem. We think we're recycling plastic. Right. Our plastics go in the recycling bin. Right. But I don't think it actually gets recycled. So we feel good about buying plastic if, we, if we're if we not throwing it in our regular trash, but I don't think it gets recycled. What about aluminum? We recycle aluminum? That or seems... Just throw that no, I think that, that gets recycled. I think plastic's the big one. Plastic. That's not getting recycled properly. Burning, that can't be good. Burning plastic? No. That can't be good. Burning. I remember as a kid, we used to burn styrofoam just to really? watch it burn. Yeah, that I don't was, think I've ever done that. Really? No. I'm sure that I'm sure I breathed those in. No, Not I was good. busy putting the Mentos in the soda. <laughs> yeah, we were burning, we were burning styrofoam, and I don't remember burning plastic. Did you ever start a wildfire? No. Good. I, no, I know. No. By the way. Yeah. Of course you didn't. <laughs> the best person that I used to enjoy watching engage with plastics is Craig, taking the. Chinese soup plastic containers and microwaving them to death <laughs> to the point where it was warped and they melt eating right out of it. I mean, he's, I if, can't imagine the guys you follow are into that. No, if there's anyone, if, if eating microplastics is a bad thing, Craig's in trouble because <laughs> yeah, he loved to, to microwave things for too long oh. and over and over again in the same plastic. That's like when I told you I made the pizza on the plastic tray and put it right in the oven, melted right <laughs> into the pizza. And we still tried to eat it like idiots. <laughs> tried to eat it off the plastic. Oh, my God. What yeah. dummies. That was my first time ever using an oven. My mom trusted me to do it, and I pulled out a plastic pan or tray. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I was like, oh, look, it fits perfectly. Dummy. You know what's weird? Seeing silicone being used right in the oven. Like, they have, like, different silicone pads that you could put in the oven. It, it feels just, like, rubbery. Oh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, like, silicone can take oven. Wow. Yeah, it's. I'm sure that can't be good. I'm sure it's releasing some sort of I toxins. Have no idea. I don't know. We don't know though. I don't know anything. I even think tinfoil's bad now. Why? I don't know. But I think tinfoil's not good either. 
I how used soon before they tell us day. the jeans we're wearing is putting crap into our skin? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, God almighty. I mean, what's next? I hope the Bruce Springsteen jeans are You're there. literally going to end up living in a tent. Yeah. Yeah, at some point you have to um, do the best you can. Yeah, no kidding. And realize I've been you, trying to tell you. you can't do it all. Right. Pick your spots, do the best, and understand that you're going to be doing some stuff that's not perfect. It is right. what it is. Otherwise, you're going to be drinking, I can't even say water anymore, because I don't know where the water comes from. The plastic bottle's no good. This filter sucks. You can't drink it out of a hose. I guess go suck the water out of the ocean. I, <laughs> where are we at here? Well, you'll have to uh, have some sort of filter filtration oh, God, system to get it. rid of the salt. Oh, my God. From the ocean. When you have a uh, humidifier, dehumidifier, like we have, I have two of them in the basement, and they fill up with water, is that drinkable? Like, what is that like? I don't know. You're taking water out of the air. Yeah. I guess basically. it depends how clean the filter is and in the plastics that it's collecting in, but it... You want to come over and try some? <laughs> I used to have that in Baskin Ridge I had one. It's ama- Isn't it amazing how much uh, yes. water comes out of the air? And how quickly. Like, you have like a gallon of yes. water. And that we have two of them in the basement. Now, once those starts to get a little warmer and humid, both of them fill up within 12 hours. Yeah. Full. And it's two gallons, not one. So that's four gallons of water in a 12-hour span that's collecting. Yeah, when I was in Basking Ridge in my basement is where I had my um, uh, my air conditioner. And in the summer, when the air conditioner was going, if I didn't have the humidifier on there, the entire air conditioning unit was soaked. Really? Yeah. I believe it. It'd be dripping all this disgusting. Could I put that water in the Brita? That's a great question. Take humidifier water. Mm-hmm. Pour it through the Brita filter. That's as natural a water as the, it comes, right? I think it, I think you could. I gotta ask that question. Yeah, <laughs> I would say I'd get some answers on Twitter, but I still haven't put my notifications on. Oh, okay, I'm almost a month into that. That's pretty good. How about me? That's pretty good, Jerry. Mm. All right, let's do the warm up show. That was pretty good. And tomorrow's a Thursday. We love a Thursday. So. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go on a Wednesday morning. How be you? The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you as always. And across from me, his name is Al TJ Dukes. What's up, dude? Good, good morning, Jerry. Uh, yesterday afternoon when I saw the Max Scherzer thing, I was like, I'm, I'm quitting. It's enough. It's enough. It's I'm enough. I'm quitting being, watching sports. It's just, well, you've done that a long time ago, but... <laughs> That having been said, I'm I I'm like you. You're kidding me. It's just dumb. Like, where did this even come? Would he wake up on the wrong side of the bed? It's God. just stupid. It is stupid. I, I agree. have a stiff neck every time I drive to work. Why don't you go home? 
Just uh, call Spike. Not you know feeling you do? it. Neck you, spasms. You put a uh, lacrosse ball on the back of your neck and you roll it up against the wall and get out there and Or pitch Tiger you. Bomb. Tiger Dope. Bomb works. Or Tiger Bomb. Although, I'm sure he'd be like, I can't touch Tiger Bomb. Don't say I'm the sticky stuff. That's a very good point. <laughs> going to combine Tiger Bomb with rubbing alcohol, water, and rosin, and he's going to have Gorilla Glue on his hands. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. I want him out. <laughs> Just like well, you Jacob got DeGrom, DeGrom out. I now got you got to get out. Scherzer out. Jacob DeGrom, by the way. They don't need, still don't know when he's coming back. Yeah, he's dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah, get lost, both of you. Get <laughs> lost. Be a competitor. You loser. Well, exactly. At least you don't have to deal with him anymore. He's in Texas. God. Yeah. I hate the whole payment of sports, like all that. Just you pitch, you get paid. I you don't agree. pitch, you don't get paid. I get agree. lost. Couldn't agree with you more. Stop. You should get paid for your performance, not for what you they think you're going to do, for what you've done, for the expectation. How about maybe you play once in a while? I'm with you. I agree. And yet we'll never get there. This guy's a crumb ball. <laughs> just a, a ball of crumbs, Jerry. That's all I can think of. He's just I've never a heard ball that of before. crumbs. A crumb ball. Yeah, he's a crumb ball. A crumb ball. That sounds like a, yeah, I like that. I would throw my Max Scherzer, Scherzer jersey if I had one right in the trash. Good thing you don't have one. Would Good have been thing a waste I don't of have 90 one. Bucks. 100%. That's why you always got to go... Uh, throwback, Gary Carter, Mookie Wilson, yes, Darryl I Strawberry. Like I like that. Because you can't count on these guys. The Mets back then were all coked up and amphetamined up. They were out there every day. Unless Most they, of the days. Right. I mean, there were some incidents. Listen, Dwight Gooden missed the, uh, yeah, miss, the he, parade. Missed the parade, but he was there for all the games. <laughs> he was there for the games, yes. This Max Scherzer will show up to a parade. He wasn't even part of a t- team Man, that won. It has been it has been rough. They've lost 12 of 15. They bring up David Peterson, and he was horrific. They're just... Holy it, smokes. They're terrible, Jerry. And look at it this way. Did they, did, did they play the horns for Diaz last night? <laughs> what did he... Well, he's, was he there? His brother on the Reds. Oh, that's his brother. Yes. I did not know Diaz is such a common Alexis name. Alexis Diaz came in in a big spot and uh, wowed the home crowd of Cincinnati. Yeah. A lot of Diaz's. Cool. It's a popular name. Yeah, what is a popular name? Of course oh, I didn't it know is. that was his brother. All right. Well, yeah. he doesn't get the horns. He's well, do you remember when Edwin Diaz got injured? The One of the first articles that was written was the Mets can go out and make a trade and get Alexis Diaz. Oh, I see. That's Edwin's brother. Oh. Not quite as good as Edwin, but pretty, still pretty good. Still pretty good professional pretty good. ball player. Yeah. Still better than Max Scherzer. Uh, well, now, he's out there, isn't he? And now uh, Justin Verlander is supposed to pitch tonight. He is. Unless, unless he, gets, he hurt. gets a hernia on his uh, way to the ballpark putting his pants on. Justin Verlander was uh, cutting his toenails today prior to the game and clipped his pinky toe. By the way, not out of the question, considering yeah. Noah Syndergaard came out of a start with a cut yesterday. Just, I hate baseball. I hate it. Baseball stinks. And yet, this is once again, I will tell you why I don't understand why we don't take hockey more seriously. These guys take a puck right between the eyes. They go in the locker room. They come back out all bruised up. They got they got toilet paper in their nose. They got dry blood on their chest, and there they are. I'm changing teams every, not only every season am I going to pick a new every team. Every day? Yeah, right now I'm a Tampa Rays fan. Why they lost last night? You sure you want to change that? Yeah, no, no. Good. You're good? Uh, I'm sticking with them, Jerry. Okay, just making sure with they did lose to the start. Orioles. No, no, I'm, I'm still with them this year. I'm okay. not no longer a Mets fan. Wow, you've just declared yourself yeah. no longer I'm a sick Mets of these fan. Guys, damn. I want Steve Cohen to fire everybody. I want him on a microphone today, yelling he about would be he's a, spending his you, actual money on these. He crumbs. would be a great spot in the next couple. For real. Like, just to kind of gauge how pissed off he has to be. Losing is not something he takes kindly to. And right now, they're losing a lot. The team is not very good. But, you know what? If you go back to before the season, we would all sit there and talk about the money that they spent. Yet, we had a lot of questions about them. And now, we're starting to see it. They're injured. They're old in spots. They're just, they're, they're, eh. Eh. So annoying. Yeah. And you got your two aces. Don't even pitch. Right. I know Verlander pitched in Detroit and he'll pitch today, but I don't know. Boomer gave me an assignment yesterday, which I screwed up uh, during the I program. I heard that, yes. That where funny. he wanted me to see where the Mets starting pitchers ranked in innings pitched. It was at the bottom, right? Yeah, they're 26th. Mm. But in the process, I went through all of the Mets starters and wrote down how many innings they've each pitched. Okay. The, Scherzer and Verlander. Well, Scherzer's five. I mean, Verlander's five. And Scherzer was like 22. Yeah. He's missed the last couple weeks, yeah. 
Their leading their leading pitcher for innings was Tyler McGill. Yeah, who makes a start every five days. Incredible. These guys are making $40 million to not pitch. So take that, you Brooklyn Nets hater son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better shove that right in his face today, Jerry. <laughs> oh, he's going to get that today. How much did uh, Max Scherzer get paid last night right. to not pitch? <laughs> Make sure you do that in the updates. I will. I will. I will. Of course. Because I want to see a reaction. No, you know, he's going to be just as frustrated and upset as anybody. Because it's it really is it's, it's too much, you know. And I and not to bring it back to the fans, but I will tell you, you go out, you make the trip on a Tuesday night last night out to if you're in Cincinnati or a Met fan out there. Let's even if the game was at City Field, you know, you want to go to a game, you think you're going to see Max Scherzer, and then David Peterson's out there. It's like okay, and I know if you're a Reds fan, I don't know how many people were there, not many, but if you're a Reds fan, you're thinking David Peterson. I thought I got tickets to see Max Scherzer. If you're at City Field, you went out to see Max Scherzer. And that's what you get. And the game, not that it was over, they made a run. They made a little bit of a comeback, although it was stopped in the eighth. Ugh. Ugh. So they lose Ugh. to the Reds seven six. Yeah. What were they down six nothing or six one? They were down seven one, I believe. Seven one. I think it was seven one. And they one, came back. Whatever. And then in the eighth inning, uh, Luis Guillen. They had Guillerme up. They had Guillermet. him. Guillerme. They had him. You had to go ahead run at second base. He was. I, mean, up, I think Alonzo was on third. And they could have uh, base hit at least ties the game, if not puts them in front. He was up with and the bases Alexis loaded. Diaz handled Guillerme. Shut him right down. Bases yeah. loaded. Sit down. Eighth inning. No tie game. Yeah. Francisco Alvarez did hit two home runs, though, Jerry. That was pretty cool. Wonderful. They lost. Uh, it's fine. It's I mean, point. the kid on the ace hit three home runs last night. Do we care? Another Diaz. Yes. That's what I say. Like multiple Diaz's. So he hits three home runs and the A's got, you know, doubled up 10 5. Jordan Diaz hit three home runs for the A's. Yes. And it doesn't In matter. The good for him. He would have, that's the Al Dukes night. Listen, I mean, I did my part. I hit three yeah. home runs. I, I don't know what these guys were doing. The pitchers have 10 runs. I mean, come I, on. I would absolutely be at the podium after this game. <laughs> any questions for me? Because I had three home runs. <laughs> I didn't seem to have any problem with any of the Yankees pitchers. Starter, reliever, no problems. Any questions for me? I don't know what the rest of these guys were doing back there. They've got Vegas on their mind. Oh, then me, you would be doing that too. Me, I'm hitting three home runs if you need me. I'll be at my locker. You know what the best part is? A reporter would put that in his pocket, and the next night when you go 0 for 4 with two strikeouts, what was the problem tonight? Said, last night you were big and tough. I'd say still averaging more than one home run a game. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's what you I would do. For everything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Buck Showalter was ejected yesterday. I was, Good. I was surprised to read it was his first time ejected as a Met. I would have thought. Well, he hasn't. Yeah. It would be. A, you don't get. Think about it, though. With the. With instant replay now. You've really lost that part of the game. A, a manager ejection is a lot more rare now than it used to be. Because if you want to sit there and argue over a play at home, not a play at home, a play at home plate at first base and second base, instead of running out there and screaming at the umpire and spitting in his face and kicking dirt on his shoes, you turn left, you ask the guy to pick up the phone. What do you think? Uh, they got it right. Oh, damn. It's over. Yeah, this was a, uh interference call. Right. What was it? It was, uh, but I don't know. It's uh, and and this is the type of play that I think if you ask ten people, you'll get, you know, two different opinions by five people each. Yes, you know they're just they're in a bad way right now. It seems like everything they do goes wrong. Every decision they need goes the opposite way. They're in a big spot. They don't get the big hit. At some point, this will. T- I really do think this will turn. I don't think they're going to play. Let's see. Three and twelve is let's what was that twenty percent baseball something like that. They're not that bad, and we know that. But right now, it's a bad watch. They're not very bad good. watch. They are not good. We got another game six forty tonight. Justin Verlander, Jerry against Hunter Green. Next guy to shut the Mets down. Hunter Green. Isn't that a color, Hunter Green? It is, as it a matter is, of fact. Right? Yeah, sure. I wonder is. if his favorite color is Hunter Green, or does he go opposite? He hates Hunter Green. I, why don't you call him and get him on the show and ask him? I would have all all my clothing hunter green. Yeah, that's the way I would you, go. I would think you get a little tired of it after a while. Yeah, but you never know. This interference play at second base, I got Buck Showalter tossed. Yeah, it was the runner sliding into where the where the uh, the ball was thrown. I don't know. What and this play happens a lot in yeah. youth baseball. too. Is that right? It does. 
And it's funny how at our level, the umpires get together and you feel like they have no idea what to call. <laughs> like they, what's the rule? What do you think? Yeah. Because they're not trained all that well. <laughs> but it's actually kind of funny that it happens all the time. And then yesterday in the Yankee game, uh, the the umpire got hit with a ground so I, ball. I didn't see the Yankee game much. Much I saw a couple yeah. about an inning really. I didn't get to see a lot of it between the the Mets and the Devils. That's where I was kind of flipping back and forth, and I just kind of was checking on the Yankee game. So an umpire got hit. An umpire got hit, and the Yankees played it off the hit umpire. But according to the rules, that's a hit if it hits the umpire. Interesting. Yeah, because it looked like it was going to go between first and second. Right. And that's where the umpire got hit. But it ricocheted off to the Yankee shortstop who threw the runner out. Yeah. But they said, no, that's a hit. The, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought the umpires so were saying in play. That, you're saying that's a dead ball off the bat if it hits the umpire? They just and called it's automatically it a hit. ruled a hit? They called it a hit, yeah. That's I got to go back and look they at that. They advanced the runners. That's wow. It was I never, weird. I would not have known that rule. Me neither. I neither always did thought the, the umpire was part of the play. All right, so then, when, so then let's go back. So when... The umpire, I think it was the Yankee game too. Maybe it was my game. I don't remember. When the umpire took that, it was the Yankee game in Cleveland, I think. Remember the relay throw that hit the umpire in the face? Yes. And he ended up in the hospital. I think he's okay now. That Was that play dead at that point? I don't know. Or is it just a batted ball? I think a batted ball. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's, and that's and something I don't think I've seen. I've seen in all my years, you know, whether it's watching or coaching, I've certainly seen um batted balls come very close to hitting the umpire. I don't think I've ever seen it hit the umpire though. Yeah. That's interesting. And this uh Jordan Diaz who hit three home runs for the A's. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna Google during the break when an opponent has hit three home runs at Yankee Stadium. The last time. Yeah. Okay. How often that happens. What would I Google for that? When was the last time an opponent hit three home runs at Yankee Stadium? Exactly what you just said. <laughs> that was a very good question you posed. Three I home would think. runs, Yankee Stadium. I'm sure it's happened, mm-hmm. but clear I would not think it's happened often. I mean, three home runs in a game for a – we did this the other day. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It does. I mean, it happens for sure, but it doesn't happen very often. So now you're talking about a specific stadium with the opposing team doing it. I don't know. As soon as I Google something like that and it doesn't come up right away, I lose interest. Because you got to go search for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I put an opponent three home runs, Yankee Stadium, nothing. It's funny how – the search of one-tenth of one second didn't yeah. give you your answer. You're out. Right. <laughs> Back in the day, I would have to go to the library, go to the... Yeah, you had to get in the car. <laughs> you had to actually go find the spot in the library where the information <laughs> might be. Right. Then sift through all the books or the materials. Well, first you got to go through the Dewey Decimal System and the cards. Right. Then maybe get out a microfiche. <laughs> rent one of those machines. Right. Scroll through it, feed it through. <laughs> microfilm, microfiche, and then maybe come up with an answer. I'd have to see in two days. And right now, one-tenth of one second is yeah. too much like, for you. You know what? I can't find it. I'm not interested. Lost oh, interest already. Funny. I, so I found, I mean, I already found it. What? I found the um, the list of three home run games. Oh, that's in Yankees history. See, you're getting mm. Yankees there, Jerry. This is what I'm talking about. You're right. You're not, not so wrong. easy. You're not wrong. You're I'll wait for right. someone on Twitter to tell me. I'm sure someone probably has already. And then Didn't I'll, Carlos Delgado do it for the Mets, one of those Subway series? I believe he did on a, on Sunday night. Well, maybe it was not Sunday night baseball. I think you're right, and we'll check that. It's when a you, day game. When you guys that were would in, definitely not be Sunday night then. When you guys were in grammar school in music class, did you sing "Oh Senor Delgado was a cat"? No. On a high red roof, Delgado sat. Da na 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 na. Yeah yeah yeah. No, nope. no, no. All right. Never heard that Just one before. Just me then, I guess. Very sorry. <laughs> I think of it every time I think of uh, Delgado. He was one of my favorite Met players. Carlos Delgado. Yeah. When he was on the Mets, I loved Carlos Delgado. Well, they were good. Yeah, he was good. He was a solid home run hitter, Jerry. That was when you loved baseball. Oh, Jerry, I came back to you baseball. You had a passion for baseball. Now, Max Scherzer, here's the combination that You're ruined out. baseball for me. Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer. They've ruined I, I, baseball. Well, the Jacob Those DeGrom two. one has certainly ruined things for you going back to when he was still with the Mets. And now this is the same thing. Yes. Very similar. This I totally is understand. This Jacob DeGrom part you. Part you. D-E-A-U-X. Part you. You're right. You're right. You're right. Not good. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will have the answer for you. And we hope. And then now we have Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on a fan.
Right, nice to have you with us on a Wednesday. It's hump day. I see Billy Jacqueline out there. That means we're that close to the weekend. Nice to have you with us. This sounds familiar to me. Jerry, this is Morgan Wallen. Ah, okay. The country artist. The Geo had tickets to uh, go see him Met this Life summer. Stadium. MetLife Stadium. Oh, this was the show. He was trying to figure out the rides and the, the, the Uber and where you get picked up and yeah. rags and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, Jerry. But uh, I believe that show's been canceled. Canceled. He's okay. canceled all of his so remaining what's wrong with him now? tour dates. Well, he says he's not supposed to. He's not allowed to speak for uh, six weeks. What does he have? Vocal cord issue. Six, six months. Let me see, Jerry. Yes, he's got some vocal cord situation. Uh, posing, a, can't talk for six weeks. Yeah, remember there was a story. He canceled his show uh, in uh, forget which uh, town he was in, but he had a show scheduled. All the people already packed into yeah. the stadium, and they canceled the show. And people thought he'd gotten wasted the night before <laughs> and was with multiple girls. Uh, and having himself a good old rock and roll lifestyle. And that wasn't it. I, I guess he really did have a bad voice. But maybe he's got a bad voice because of his partying ways and drinking whiskey, Jerry. It's certainly possible. And I mean, uh, being with dirty girls. Maybe that's what ruined his voice. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. You don't know what I'm saying, Jerry? He's got a vocal cord injury. I'm saying, Jerry, uh, he's with a girl and she's dirty. Maybe he's going to write a song about that. Dirty girls. Dirty girls. Ruining his voice. Maybe. That's a thing. Dirty girls ruining his voice. Correct. Have, has a dirty girl ever ruined your voice? <laughs> Is that what happened to you anyway? Uh, <laughs> Whatever the hell uh, that was, that, that noise you made that I still cannot believe is a human sound. You got to be careful, Jerry, being with dirty girls and dirty guys. How many dirty girls you been with? <laughs> I hope zero. How many girls think you were the dirty guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dirty, Jerry. Very healthy. But yeah, Morgan, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> That's a real sound. So if you have Holy tickets cow. to that show, canceled. Wow. Well, this Cancel is terrible. Your appointments. Not good. Bad yep. news from his doctor. Ten days of vocal rest. Wow. Well, he's got six. Now he's got six weeks of vocal rest. No, I'm saying he took ten days of vocal oh. rest, and then the news from the doctors came and said you need six more weeks. Ooh. What Herpes. <laughs> what happens if you paid big money on the secondary market for a ticket that gets canceled? Uh, you would get your money back. You get that back? Yeah, I think if you're using StubHub, Vivid Seats, um, SeatGeek, I think they all give you, I think, yeah, they I give think you you're assurances right. if there's no show. I think you're right. And then the and then the ticket goes back, I would think. Oh, now that, what would be interesting, though, is do you own the ticket then, or does it go back to the original ticket holder? Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know how they do that. Because you got to think these shows are going to be rescheduled. Or do I you... don't know. They might not be because these are outdoor stadium shows and uh, set well, for the summer. Then I... maybe they're not available. That's a good point. I meant, yeah, I was thinking more for next summer. I mean, I'd love to get them in for August, but I think Bruce Springsteen has all those dates. Right. Well, you go to the Garden or maybe Billy Joel has all of those. Yeah, he, Billy Joel has all those dates. And it's possible. Huh. Yep. So, Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's a bummer, too. Yeah, because Gio had like a whole... Game plan, yes. the hotel. That was a whole night out. Dinner, drinks. Yeah. Well, you could still go do all that, and you can still you go could. to the hotel in New Jersey. That does sound lovely. Go stay at a, a hotel in the metal near the Meadowlands. No, Sounds he wasn't lovely. going there. He was going to Montclair. Oh, that's right. Well, now it's canceled. You could still go have a lovely night in Montclair. Morgan Wallen. Hey, just do this. I'm sure there's a Montclair-type city right in Long Island. I suppose. Be just as good. Yeah, it'd be cheaper, too. To, I'd rather have to take the ride out. Yes. All right. Jerry, did the uh, Devils lose last they night? Got, no, they didn't lose. They got their uh, their ass beat. 6-1. 6-1. They gave up five goals in the second period, four wow. in like a five-minute span. It was like it was quick. It was really quick. And um, that's – now, hockey's a little different than the NBA. Yeah. But still very similar. <laughs> still very hard to come back from 3-1 down. All you can do is you can take it one shift, one period, one game at a time. So we have that uh, elimination game is tomorrow. Yeah. Now Raleigh. the Knicks play tonight. Yes, they're down three games to one, but they're at home. Let me ask you this, Jerry. It's Jerry Reco prediction time. I think Who will be bounced first? Well, I'm going to say the Knicks since they play first, and I don't think they're going to win tonight. Oh, really? I don't. And part of that is the Knicks have been a better road, not better, but they've been as good on the road as they have been at home. They've not been as dominant a home team as I think they should have been all season. And I think the Heat take care of business tonight. We Could better be hope. very wrong about that. Maybe the Knicks blow them out, but I think the Heat win. We need some A-list celebrities at the Garden tonight. None who of this, do you want to see there? I don't know, Jerry. I need... Uh, you want to see Larry David there? 
Well, he's a Laker. He's a Laker fan. He goes to Laker games. How about Seinfeld? I would like to see Seinfeld there. I'd like to see Chris Rock there. Chris Rock has been there. Yeah. He's I'll even there. let Spike Lee go there. He goes every he's there game. every game. Right, so I'm saying he's he's a fan. Tracy I thought you want to see different people. I want to see some big name New York celebrities. Well, who would get your juices flowing? How about Woody Allen? He's oh, come on. He used to go to those games. Oh god, with no Sunni. one wants to see Woody Allen. That's I want to see anybody. Him. Why don't you get Robert De Niro? He can celebrate his new baby at the age of 79. Yeah, his sperm still works. I guess. Yeah, sure does yours. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing with men. Our sperm still works. Eggs only have a certain life. Do you lifespan. think it's gone through his head? Like when my ba- when, and I'm not trying to be morbid, but to see—is it a boy or a girl? I'm not even sure. To see the birth of his kid, to see that kid turn 21, he'll be a hundred, 100 years old. That's depressing. And I was seeing on Twitter, I believe it was a a response by Mr. Chris Lopresti to the news of the Robert De Niro baby. So Still time Robert- for you, Al. What's that? Did he write still no, time no, no. for you, Al? So Robert De Niro at 79 has a baby. Yeah. He has a 51-year-old child. That's going to be the largest span between siblings it ever might in the be. history of If it's ever. not, it's right up there. It's got to be right up there. We've seen people have children at very older ages. I remember Tony Randall from The Odd Couple. Yes, he had a baby right. at 84. All right, so that could be he might have had a he might have had a 60-year-old son yeah. or daughter. So That's weird. I, De Niro might be a silver medalist in that category. And I believe this is a, the girl he had a baby with is his girlfriend. And this would be the third woman he's had a baby with. He was married twice and has had babies. Wow. That's um, that's something. Congratulations in order. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Do you think know. when an old man has a baby, the baby looks like an old man? Or does it come out you, like you, a spry you, young baby? You really want an answer to that. Yeah. You know, like you look like your father sometimes. Like, do you look like old Robert De Niro or no, this young is Tony Robert Randall De Niro? Had two kids. Tony Randall definitely had a kid at eighty-four. I remember so that he, being a story. So he didn't have a lot of children, but no. the ones he did have, yeah, he had late in were life. later in life. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. So no, there's not much of a spread. Okay, he had children born in 1997 and 1998. Yeah. So you got him over. He got. Boom, boom. So he must have had a baby at 84 and 85. And the poor guy died in 2004 then. Oh. That's awful. Well, listen, he got a baby out there in the world. It's very important. <laughs> I don't have a baby. You don't want it. You don't even want your dog. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Let alone a baby. That's true. Oh, my God. You're ornery now. Eddie, could you imagine if he had a child keeping him up at night? No. Holy smokes. This baby's got diarrhea. It's keeping me up all night. Or you could have it do like your dog does. Just put it on the carpet. Let it go right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll worry about that in the morning. Go rent a Stanley steamer every yeah. three days. <laughs> I'll just buy a Stanley steamer. Have this, I'll get a, fr- a Stanley steamer franchise that I could just clean my own carpets oh, every day God, before I go out sound there. Disgusting. Just terrible. Well, so, yeah, congratulations Rob- to him. Whatever. Yes, the, yes, Jerry. I want Robert De Niro at the Nick game tonight with his new baby. Like, when did Meet the Fockers come out? With Ben Stiller. Man, had to be the 90s. He looked old in that movie. Yeah. And that movie's got to be 15 years old, doesn't it? Yes. Do you think he needed Viagra? No. No, he's very manly. No, he's Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's what I think. No, I don't think Clint Eastwood needs it anymore. Like Tony Randall, ever. he probably needed Viagra. Why? Eh, he seems like Because he was a an frail. odd couple guy? Yeah, he feels like a frail he, old man. He doesn't seem manly. Like I, Clint Eastwood manly. Right. Meantime, he could be popping the blue pills every three hours. I don't know. Robert De Niro, manly. But, and Clint Eastwood's like 91 now, yeah. 92. I still think he probably doesn't need it. Could you right. imagine being active at that age still? No. No, I cannot, Jerry. Right. You're trying to contemplate 55, let alone 90. <laughs> right, 90. <laughs> 91 or 79. Or I think he's going to be 80, actually, um, next month. Damn. Robert De Niro. Damn. So, yeah. Wow. It still works. I mean, hey. <laughs> Still works for Robert De Niro. Oh my god! And his young wife, a child at seventy nine. Yeah, good for him, I guess. And good for the wife. I mean, yeah, old man climbing on you there. <laughs> That's disgusting. My 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 guess would be it's probably the other way around. Come here, honey. <laughs> Ooh, you smell like mothballs. Don't make fun of it. You're not far off, <laughs> and I'm right behind you. <laughs>
<laughs> right. And, and since I've got the um, the groundhog issue at home, I really do smell like mothballs the yes. way I'm spreading them all over the backyard. Does that work, throwing mothballs at... Uh... Uh, I will tell you this. It um, It's too early to still tell. I will say the activity has been lessened a lot. Why did grandmothers put mothballs in a closet? I don't know the answer to that. Like, I will say they it stinks. Yeah. Like there's a part on my deck in the backyard where all you smell is that mothball <laughs> smell because I put some packets under the deck too. It's strong. I, I think, don't know. I think people used to put mothballs in their closet to, I guess back in the day, moths used to eat our clothing. I don't know that that's a thing anymore, but moths used to be this. Was that because there was no air conditioning and windows were wide open? I don't know. How were moths getting... Like, when was the last time you had a moth in your house? Nev- I don't think you I've don't. ever had a moth. Right, because your windows are shut. You have air conditioning on. And then long enough to, to have it eat my clothes? I feel like this was something that happened in the 1800s. When when you needed air to come into the log cabin, you just opened up whatever right. window you had. There was no screens, no nothing. And moths came in. Insects were flying through you. What a terrible time to live. Moths came in, Ugh. got into your closet, reproduced, ate holes in your clothing. And left eggs. And left eggs and more hatched, ate more things. That's why mothballs kept them away. wonder who figured that out, that that worked. And when did mothballs, like at some point, the mothball company had to be like, our stock is plummeting. <laughs> no one is buying mothballs anymore. Yeah, the invention anymore. of the, the screen and the air conditioning. <laughs> I hope that same company invented the screen and air conditioning. <laughs> Probably not. Mm-hmm. But the mothballs are still out there, although not easy to find yeah. if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot. I had to ask someone, and they're like, well, you're going to go to aisle 13, but they're tucked away. Yeah. Even with that, and those instructions took me a while to find them. But I found them. We have them in our grandmother aisle. It's next to brooms. <laughs> People still buy brooms. Mothballs. Still useful. The other thing they'll use in closets now instead of um, mothballs. A door? Cedar. Like so, oh, cedar okay. chips. Or cedar blocks. But I thought we don't have the moth problem anymore. We don't, but it's still like, I guess, to keep your clothes fresh. Like, so they don't smell all closeted. Okay. I thought we used fabric softener for that. Fabric softener. All closeted? Is that what you yeah, word Yeah, like, you know shoes? when clothes get put in a closet for a long time, they did this absorb the closety Smell. Closed-in smell. Sounds like the wall. Smell like the wall. Smell like the wall, yep. 536, more than halfway home. The Boomer and Geo program in 25 minutes here on The Fan. I, um, you got me on this one. This is brand new Foo Fighters. There you go. When did it come out? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Really? I, I think just a single. And I haven't seen a 92.3 HD2, as you know. Oh, is that right? I have not, not on heard this, this yet. No, oh, I haven't heard I got to get on this, Jerry. Yeah. By the way, a number of people have uh, sent me uh, opponents who have hit three home runs at Yankee Stadium. Ben Chapman, 1932. Uh, well, okay, there's one. Uh, Bo the one Jackson, this guy, Michael, tells really? me. Bo Jackson hit three home runs at the stadium. Wow. Ronald Guzman hit three home runs at the stadium for the Texas Rangers. Francisco Lindor hit three home runs in a, uh, uh, Cleveland? a Subway Series game. With the Mets? Yeah. When? Uh, n- uh, 9-12-2021. His third home run was a game winner. So how do we that, not Jerry? remember that? How about that? Huh. Well, it tells you how uh, how fickle we are. Damn. By the way, I have a couple of ESPN notes for you, Jerry. <clears throat> if you're one of the uh, many people who were laid off or is about to get laid off, this is going to be a really enjoyable story. Oh, boy. Uh, Who's getting paid? They're emerging as the favorite to get Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> what are they paying him? $100,000 a year? <laughs> it's unbelievable. What number have you seen? I've seen, uh, they said, seven figures, which is well, uh, yeah. per year, but which is, they say, is going to be less than his deal that he had with FanDuel. But more viewership, probably. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You know, he's made so much money. Yep. That's where you come back to the, uh, how much do you need? Right. You know, if it's a better deal in terms of maybe growing the show, mm-hmm. which I would think it would, I think it would. I would think so. I think it's probably a good business decision. It's so crazy, though. They're like laying people off, and then they're just uh, taking that money and then... Banking. Well, who was the? It was big an, names. It was an NFL or an NBA analyst. I forget who that just got a big deal and said, "I feel kind of weird about this." It was an NFL dude. Yeah, given what's going on. Yes. And you actually, I under, I, I get it. You know, he's got to do what's right for him. But I understand feeling kind of like, but you just fired all these people. Yeah, that's tough. 
It is weird though, like when you hear these companies who have big layoffs, the product doesn't change. So well, what were these people doing? <laughs> Better be careful, Al. <laughs> I'm just saying. You hear like ESPN laid off 90% of their workforce. Let's turn it on. It's still on. Hey, look who's working with you next week, Eddie. <laughs> Rascona. <laughs> Do not replace me with Rascona, Jerry. I, I, I know what you're saying. Life goes on. We've talked about this in the podcast how many times. Yeah. Life goes on. You're not safe. I'm not safe. No one is. They got to throw everybody out to get make sure they got enough paychecks for Pat McAfee. Here's how you know the product changes. When everybody's gone and there is no product. Yeah. When there's no product, then there you go. That's I mean, a good point, that's Jerry. kind of... I mean, ESPN is, is one of those shows that have 19 different people on every show, which uh, seems unnecessary. It is a bit overkill. Nothing to me is worse, for real, in terms of that, than their, like, Monday night countdown show. Yes. When they've got seven former NFL players and Melissa Stark, <laughs> like, uh, or whoever it is. Yeah, all at the stadium. So they're paying all yes. their travel, all their hotels. travel is obscene. Yeah. Like, Compass Media Networks, you know, they I get to go do a couple of games a year. The travel expenses that they incur from little me. Can you imagine what Steve... They're not putting Steve Young in a regular hotel room. Right. And if he wants to eat a big-ass steak, he's going to get no one. no way. Right. I'm sure they're paying for alcohol. Everything. Yes. And it... Oh man. And then they get paid on top of that. Yeah, the production cost for these things has to be crazy. That's why I'd send... I would treat everything like a radio show. Two hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and here's your mixing board and your headsets. Figure it out. <laughs> We're going to send you on the road. You don't even get... When I started doing games with Columbia, which were on the radio for the first five years, the first two years, I had an engineer. Then after that, they're like, this is kind of getting expensive. Could you figure this out? Yeah, yeah I could. Here's the equipment. Yes. Yeah, oh, geez, have, you guys weren't kidding. <laughs> just have the guy show you what he does, and then oh you do God. it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's expensive. It's very expensive. In other ESPN news, Jerry, John what do Anderson... do? John Anderson, he's a, uh, so I guess, a sports center anchor. Yeah. Seems like a nice fella. Yeah. Seems yeah. Uh, like he's not a mean person. He had to apologize, though, Jerry. He made a joke about NHL player Zach Whitecloud. He uh, said, quote, what kind of name is Whitecloud? Great name if you're a toilet paper. Now, let's give this, wah, wah, let's wah. Give this context, too. All right, please do. Did you see how he did it? No. So he's doing the highlights of the Golden Knights game. He okay. scores. This is two nights ago, Monday night. He scores a goal in the game they win. So it's all good. Like he's now he's doing the highlight and, you know, Zach Whitecloud. And it's one of these trying to be witty and funny sports yeah. center anchors where you make, you have a one-liner in the middle of the highlights. So as Whitecloud is shooting and scoring and he's talking about him, he drops in that line, which. That's a good name for toilet paper. That's what he said. And this is offensive. Um, apparently. He was the the first indigenous hockey player. Oh, all right. And that last name, as he did tell the media, uh, he forgave him. John Anderson called him, had a nice conversation at the rink, face to face, not text, not phone call, face to face. They supposedly spoke. Oh, nice. And explained to him how that name, what it means to the family, it was his grandfather's name, and it bothered him. And now he said, "All is forgiven. We move on." I mean. What are we doing? Listen. <laughs> I need John Anderson fired today, Jerry, because I need some money for Pat McAfee. <laughs> Maybe he's <laughs> giving them on. a reason to save some money. I don't know. I don't know. So he says White Cloud is a great name if you're if it's toilet paper. That's right. a stupid cornball. It's, it's it, not a, it's a corny line. I see. Now you're you're missing the lead here. Not me the lead. You're missing the full circle moment, Al. What's the full circle moment? He's a crumb ball. He's a crumb ball. It was a crumb ball comment. I apologize to Max Scherzer for calling him a crumb ball earlier <laughs> today. It's very offensive to him. Yeah. Man. I tell you what. It is the, unbelievable. The kid was broken up about it. He was? He was. He was. He was. He he held back, but it, he was not. He wasn't acting. He was legit bothered by it. Wow. And also, legitimately, um, what's the right word? He accepted the apology. Appreciative of the apology. He was. Yes, he was. Uh, John Anderson seems like a nice guy. He doesn't yes. seem like a guy who's trying to hurt people's feelings. And he said that. He actually said not that those exact words, but he yeah. basically said he did not believe any, you know. Any malice? Any harm was meant. Right. Well, good thing Chris Berman's practically out of the business now. He does all those uh, sleeping with the enemy. 
That could be offensive. <laughs> Sleeping with B and <laughs> That's the one you remember. Yes. Ben Wintercoats. Look at that. That was a good one. Give what me another is, one. Uh, you just pulled two out of your butt. Jim Two Silhouettes on Deshays. That's very good. That is a good one. That used to be appointment TV every Sunday night. Oh my night. gosh, I loved that. Seven o'clock, you'd still have like the the prime seven uh, four p.m. game was kind of still going, maybe just ending. So they would always start with the crappy game first. Yes, and then you knew when the game of the uh, the the game the national game was over. Then they got to the good highlights. I loved that yeah. show. You had to see it. Him and Tom Jackson. Ah, uh, I don't know why they used to do from Louisville. They always did it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Because well, Tom Jackson went to Louisville. Oh, he did. There okay. you go. Ask and answered. What a team Cur- they were. And Kirby Puckett and the Union Gap. Yep. They were a great team. They were. They're certain they guys. They still did it. And I don't even know if you know this. They were still doing that streaming. I did see that. I don't that, know if they do it anymore. But as recent as a couple of years ago, yeah. they were still doing that. So good. And like ESPN Plus or something. Yeah. They were good. There's certain guys that are just great teams, like yeah. like uh, Kornheiser and Wilbon. Mm-hmm. They're just a that is a great team. Chemistry, like in the Mad Dog. Yeah, chemistry. There's certain guys that Tom Jackson and buck, 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 buck. like. It's something you can you can try to create. Yeah, but you really can't. You, you either can't have it or you it. don't. Right. I Me mean, and get along, you'll be fine. But you know when you got it. I tell you who I Madden love now. Summerall. Is, right. I love that Chris Rose on uh, NFL Network. I know Network. you do. I he know. is so funny. I still can't believe MLB Network fired him. Yeah. It's, he is so good on NFL highlights right after yeah. that. those games. He's I your love new Chris Berman. That. He's my new Chris Berman. He's replaced Chris Berman and Tom Jackson. That's right. Well, it's He's also like guy. the TNT guys who watch him, Barkley yes. and Shaq. Like, it's a... You'll enjoy watching it. Right. I always think of those guys are like Gary, Keith, and Ron. Yes. Those TNT guys. Same thing. Easy listen and watch. I agree. All right. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute, Joel Embiid. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got a lot of time for your last story. Go ahead. I saw Aaron Hicks got hurt, Jerry. <laughs> I would have got hurt right after I hit that home run. <laughs> I I'd have been like, oh, my hip hurts. Well, technically, he did go out on a good note. He was on the bases, did yeah. it a home run last game. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.